0: Love Talk Radio.
1: eternal life god we pray oh god today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you lord Bind the hand of the devil god rebuke the hand of the enemy lord god let your anointing that resonates in this place even now god let there be an outpouring on your people we need you god to take us to another level in you lord god we're faced with demonic forces god Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord, but we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Uh, somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, uh, with the issues of life, God. Uh, somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Uh, Somebody's, God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, uh, where the devil have come into war against them, Lord. Uh, but we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us uh, than he that is within this world, God. Uh, we know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord. Uh, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, and you know short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refill Lord. That when we leave here today, Lord, we can leave with your anointing, Lord. That as we meet men and women, boys and girls, they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. In the in the name of Jesus we pray we thank you because you are a healer you're the God that healeth thee and healing is in your wings and you're able to touch our feeble bodies you're able to save our troubled souls and in the name of Jesus bind every demon Lord every demonic force Lord God that comes to keep us in the same place Lord we're willing God to surrender and say yes to your will Lord we're willing to turn our lives, God, over into your hands, Lord, because we come to the place, God, where we realize, like never before, we need you, Jesus, more than anything we know. We need you, Jesus. While men are trying to find God solutions to this chaotic world, God, we're looking to you, Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer, and Jesus, showed that answer. There's no need for us, God, to. Turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord. Because you're the answer, God, for our trouble lies, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, o God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God. To heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know, we know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise.
2: I've run out of
3: answers, I've run out of time And I'm so confused that I'm losing my mind It's gonna take a miracle to help me this time I'm traveling a road that has not one time i
4: me this morning uh, of an old friend of mine and uh, him and his wife (laughs) his name was Coley Collins and we called his wife Peanut and uh, he said he had heard everybody talking about angels and this and that and you know the angels came and the angels did this and The angels did that. He said, and he used to use the bathroom for his uh, prayer closet and where he studied the Bible. And he said he would be in there studying the word. He was in there studying the word. And he said, he stopped and he said, Lord, I want you to send an angel, send an angel. I hear all this talk about angels. He said in a few minutes, he heard all this rumbling. He said it, it scared him so bad, and the, and the, you could see the shadow on the bathroom window. He said the angel was so big. He said he said Lord, no, no, I don't, I, I don't need the angel. I don't need the angel. Lord, Lord, take the angel away. He said and it disappeared. He said, but well, that thing scared me so bad, and it taught me something. Stop following what other people doing. Stop listening to what they say and wanting what they got. Uh, and well, They say they have He said that thing was humongous And he was scared <laughs> I
0: said oh goodness
4: And I laughed behind his back Real good Yes I did But uh, Reuben said he meet an angel this morning And I asked God Many days to send my angel The angels he has assigned to me Because if he send What he assigned to you It won't make you scared You'll be more prepared to receive. And I asked him to send my healing angel to heal my body.
0: Yeah. Go, angel, my money
4: angel, go get my money and bring my money. Yeah. So I, I believe in angels. I done, I done saw uh, a few in my time and I didn't entertain them right because I didn't know that's what it was at the time. But I was able to bless them with what they asked for. Oh, I'm so glad I was able to bless them with what they asked for. I didn't even know. But I thank God for angels. Yeah, he says some have entertained angels unaware. We didn't even know it. Yeah. And so grateful unto him this morning. Appreciate him. Loving. Thankful. I can't get enough of it. I need more of it. Hallelujah. I heard the songwriter say, I need just a little more Jesus. Oh, yeah. They helped me along the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I'm thankful. unto him. Uh, Brother Lou, I'm asking you if you can hear me this morning because uh, one thing I didn't do is my control on the computer. So when I don't do that, you won't hear me. So uh, if you can hear me, let me know, Brother Louis a sister died or somebody let me know you can hear me this morning but listen we're going to uh another song of the morning okay great great thank you brother Louis. great uh this is by jeffrey jostlin and he's doing some old hymns and i tell you when i heard him uh sing these old hymns it just blessed me real good. It just sounds so good to me. I couldn't help but join along with him in singing because, you know, I don't sing that well. But I joined along with him in my kind of singing and uh, remembered the old hymns and uh, stuff like that, songs he sang. I remember we used to sing in church. Yeah, sometimes my parents used to sing it at home. Yeah, I remember these old songs. Another thing is today we got um, Okay, good. Thank you, Sister Dot. Thank you, thank you. We got
5: um, Oh, here we come. Welcome, everybody. To another episode of Worship with the Wind. Glad to have you here. Today's the second uh, day and the second Showing period of come uh, out in Jesus' name. So, hoping um, a lot of folks going to see that and being blessed by that. Excited to hear the testimonies from this time around. Last time there was this wild, wild testimony from what happened last time. People uh, get set free in, in movie theaters. So, praise God for that. And I uh, just pray that He does something even greater this time around. So, um, glad to have you here. I'm going to do some old hymns this time. I just felt like I wanted to pull out some of these old hymns that I love to play. Just spend some time doing that today. So, Thanks for joining, Father God. Just bless our time. Bring that old hymns would bring new life, Father. Just, um, thank you for the words that even though songs written long ago are still just as relevant today because of the blood and the power in your name. So we just lift them up to you today, and uh, just be with us, Lord, and uh, come and spend some time with us as we reflect on who you are, your goodness, and your power, in Jesus' name. All right.
6: I heard an old, old story, how the Savior came from. Fly on Calvary, to save the savior
2: like
6: me. And I heard about his love of his precious blood, the tongue. And I repented of my sin and won. Anyone oh, with me I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power we be, that we made the lane to walk again.
4: Jeffrey Jocelyn. And uh, this is called Worship with the Wind, if you want to go on YouTube and check it out. Uh, he's he not only just sang this one hymn, but he's got a few that he's singing there. And, uh, it's just a beautiful thing for me, because I remember those old songs. And uh, Brother Louis said, that's old-time guitar picking, classic hymn. And so I like that old-time guitar picking. That's one of my favorite instruments right there, the guitar, the guitar, the piano, and the organ. Those three, oh, my goodness, I just love the sound of it. And I've tried to take the lessons uh, many times, but I just never completed them. Something always came up that I had to get my attention more than me uh, learning to play. But one day, one day, yeah, one day I I said I was going to fly a plane, I was going to learn to play the piano and the organ. Yeah, and the guitar before I leave here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's never too late. It's never too late. All it takes is you set your mind to it and focus. Whatever it is you want to do, set your mind to it, study about it, learn about it and focus. And you can get it done and complete. It. Yeah. And, and like I said, though, sometimes things come up that, you know, you have to give more attention to. Then your dreams, uh, your visions, you know, personal things you want to do. Yeah. So we thank God that he's able to help us to get these things done. Because I'm sure I'm not the only one have, you know, some dreams they want to fulfill. And uh, praying that the Lord help us to get it done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank him this morning. We have Dr. Ara. Um. R.L. White this morning and his messages stop talking to the wrong people and he's basically talking to church folks yeah, church going people, he's talking to them because a lot of times people come to church, they're looking for God, but when they get there, they find uh, what we call church members that's bad to kill, steal and basically destroy They don't like the pastor. They they talk about the pastor. They're ushers. They don't like the deacons. You know, they don't like them. Uh, They know some dirt on them and just all kind of stuff. But these are church folks. Because the people of God, we go seeking God. And when we get there, we're not there writing notes to one another. Uh, We're not there to my child. I'm going to talk to you about it. No, we're not there for that. Uh, he the pastor talking to himself this morning. We not with that because the first one without sin cast the first stones. I didn't come over here to see the dirt of the pastor and the, the my church member, the deacon board and ushers and I didn't come for that. That's their business. Whatever they doing, they got to deal with they got about it. I don't have to deal with their God about their stuff. I got to deal with my God about my stuff. Yeah. But church folks, let me tell you, I was in a place called Fairbanks, Alaska. And uh, I went up to this certain church one day because I needed to talk to the pastor. I had planned to have a Thanksgiving service. And I wanted to talk to the pastor about it and make sure, you know, I could get his approval to use the church. And this is a huge church. I needed a huge building because I, I, I needed a place for many people to come. And uh, when I got in the parking lot, I could see he was rushing off. And when I looked back, I could see what had happened. I went on. I, I never thought I would get a chance to tell him about that. You know, because the Lord showed me, but I went on. That was my business. And, but I was kind of hurt in a way because the deacons was after the pastor in the wrong way, not a good way. The deacons and the board wanted to control the church. But it's not the deacons and the board place to control the church. God gave that to the pastor. Now, the board and the deacons, you know, they can uh, make sure things are going right and help the pastor out to make sure, you know, things are going right. Everybody covered. Those in the hospital can get communion. You can go and pray with them and stuff like this. Go by the house and see the family and pray with the family. Okay, but you don't tell the pastor when he can come and go, him, the, the the shepherd. So I never thought I would get a chance to talk to this man, other than, you know, to ask him about using the building. And I told him every dime that we raised, we would leave it at the church. When I said that, he approved it, and he, he got to see, oh, this not one of the money-hungry women coming over here trying to, you know raise money. Oh no, she she's not trying to bless herself. So the night we had the service, the way was open for me to get up and minister. Because I couldn't talk to this man one-on-one. I didn't know him like that. And the Lord didn't tell me to do it like that. I had to wait. And I didn't know if God was going or when he was going to choose me to tell him. But this particular night, I was able to call him out. He was sitting in the pulpit with his legs crossed. And I told him what the deacons had told him on that day when he was leaving the parking lot and I was coming into the parking I didn't see the actual uh, fight. I didn't see that. I just saw him rushing to his truck and coming on out the parking lot fast, and I'm coming in. He didn't turn around and come back. He kept going. So when I saw him leave, he's the one I needed to talk to. I went on out the other end on about my business. Well, this particular night, God told me to tell him what had happened, what they said to him, and all of that. Once I was telling him, <laughs> he knew. Wasn't no way I knew that because wasn't nobody in the meeting but him and the deacons. No way I could have known what was said. He was in the pulpit with his legs because he stood up to the roster. And he said, yes, yes. After the service and everything, we got ready to pick up the offering. And they took the offering in the back. I put every dime in my purse in the offering. God loves a cheerful giver this morning. I put my money in and sat back in my seat, you know, and listened to the song. You can not be God-given. You know how they play it and everything. And so he got up to do the, the benediction and the closing remarks, I should say. And he said, look, y'all act like y'all love this woman, like y'all know her. You can hear the church saying, we do. He said, well, if y'all love her, I'm going to ask everybody to put something in her hand. Look, people was coming with $100 bills, $50 bills, $100 bills, $50 bills, $100 bills. Do you hear me? One lady gave me a check. The enemy said, be careful with that check. It might bounce. Do you know I deposited that check a few days later and it cleared You can be God-given, but you got people, they want to run everything. You got some, they can't run their house now. They can't, I don't know, uh uh-uh. And nothing they can do in their house, but they want to run the church. They want to run the minister. They want to run the preacher. (laughs) They want to run every office and not operating in not one. Not one anointed office that God called them to are they operating in. This message is going to tell us how not to act in the house of prayer. How not to act if you decide to become a church member. What to do when you go to church. (laughs) What to look for. I've had them kind of people uh Sit next to me and trying to tell me something about the pastor, me and the pastor, good friends. <laughs> and when I say, you know, I've been knowing them over 10 years. I didn't know that about them. A surprised look come on their face. 'Cause Because see, that look is, don't tell them
0: I said that.
4: Yeah, don't tell them I said I go right on and, you know, I might say something to the pastor like this, I'm praying for you. And she said, what's going on? I said, well, you got folks don't like you and they're trying to, you know, poison the congregation. What? I said, yeah, who? I said, you know, I would never do that. You know, I would never tell you who. I just tell you to get on your prayer game and get on it tight and God to show you. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. All no confusion in the house of prayer. No way. But you got all them kind. He going to tell you about it. Dr. R.L. White this morning. He going to tell y'all about them church folks. <laughs> and I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, it tickles me. Because, see, I know God in a different way. Uh, in Alabama, they use the word messy. Oh, they so messy. God is not a messy God. Yeah. And, and the other places I've been, they say, oh, them. I don't fool with them. They alley. Alley mean they hang out in the alley. <laughs> it ain't nothing good in the alley. You might find garbage in the alley, you know, paper and junk strolled everywhere. So they said, oh, they just alley. Yeah, that means the garbage. Yeah. But he's going to share this, all of this with us this morning and uh, help us to understand some things for the church goers. He's going to tell them about what they go looking for I listened to most of it. I didn't hear the entire message, but I listened to it enough that it it made me happy. Yeah. That I'm not that way. I know God in the truth. I know God in the realness. Yeah. Because I want to. He's not forcing me to stay. He's not forcing me to learn of him. I want to. I want to learn of him. Hallelujah. More of Jesus. I need a little bit more. Yeah, and after I get that, I'm going to need a little bit more. And after I get that, I'm still going to need a little bit more. I'm going to need more of them until I leave here. Hallelujah. Take my final rest. Yeah, when I leave here, I, I, I until I leave, brother, I need a little more Jesus every day. Hallelujah. Every hour of the day, I need a little more Jesus. It's going to help me along the way. It's going to help me to treat my neighbors right. It's going to help me to love strangers in the way that God loves. It's going to help me to tell people the truth. Yeah. It's going to help me to help somebody. Somebody needs some food. Somebody uh, needs milk and bread for their children, a few eggs. It's going to help me to do all of this. And I'm grateful unto him for this. Because, you know, if you minister to folks and they don't have what they need, they may not remember or even consider what you're saying. But if they, they need has been met, and you tell them, oh, they they more apt to hear. Yeah, they 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 more ready to receive. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's backwards. Sometimes you have to give them a word, then give them what they need, and they'll listen. Yeah. But the Lord have to be in control. He have to be in charge. And I'm so grateful unto Him that He's my God, and He is in. Control hallelujah, hallelujah, oh thank you, Jesus! I can't think of enough. I'm telling you, I prayed for things years ago, and it's showing up now sixty six years old now God is moving in those areas, and sometimes he has been moving in those areas, but i I got it even more now and i I stayed in yesterday, it rained off and on, and it's raining today we got a hundred percent chance of rain. It rained earlier this morning and around six something. So I know it's coming back, you know, again. But anyway, I'm able to work the phone. You know, I can text somebody. I can email. Yeah, God have a mighty sweet way of doing things. Sometimes I can give somebody a ride, but he blessed me to be way out. Excuse me. He blessed me to be a ways away from all those that I know. And that way I can work, you know, for people, for strangers or people I met through ministry. Because them that know me, they just want something. They they either want money or can you buy me this or can you do that? Yeah, that's what they want. Nothing about God business. And then some know that because I've changed and I am in Jesus and he in me, they think they can come to me for anything and it's theirs. If you know that I've changed, you need to come to me for the things of God. Don't come to me for the things that are natural. That's not going to work. Your feelings going to be hurt. Yeah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. I talked a few days ago, a week or so ago about, could have been a month or so, um, people, you think these people are your friends uh, because God used you to be a blessing and you can talk to them and y'all have a few laughs But a lot of times, that's not the way it is. I saw that yesterday. And it hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings. But I got to accept the truth. I got to accept, hallelujah. Well, God allows. I'm better off anyway. I have to face the fact. And just don't stray from God. Yeah. Hmm. So I got to see yesterday uh, this person, or should I say these people, two of them. I'm thinking we good and we friendly, but I got to see all they want was my help. They didn't really want to be bothered with me because they don't like the truth. And many times because we don't like the truth, we miss the real blessings of God because he's the way the truth. And the light, and my light, yeah. So we we just have to do better. And and look now, these are church going people. I want I want to throw that in there. So Dr. White gonna talk about all of this. As long as they can get help from me, that's what they after. And then I got to see one. She thought she was gonna be able to get help from somewhere else, and so I, I never heard no more from them. But the minute they saw they couldn't get the help from nowhere else, they came back to me with the pity party song and telling me things they thought would move me. I started feeling really, really bad for them, and I took a half a day and and, and worked it and got it all done. But listen, I remember the Lord. Telling me this, the ways of a transgressor is hard. The ways of a transgressor is hard. You go to church, but you're not practicing what the pastor is preaching. You still
0: cussing.
4: uh, You you very selfish. Very selfish. Support what's wrong. And when you're in dire straight, you'll come to me talking about prayer. Pray for me. What? All of this was played out yesterday so I could see. Because see when you come, I, I don't research you and I no, that ain't that's not me. I trust the Lord. Because if you're fake, he gonna stop me. I'm coming my end of track. Bam, don't do it. <laughs> Say no. Don't give them. Uh uh-uh, uh. Nothing. And see, it come to me, you see that number in the phone, don't answer. And the person is suffering. I want you all to hear me this morning. You can be suffering, but the ways of a transgressor is hard. That's why you're suffering. You're transgressing against God. You won't give him what he needs. You go to church because you think you're doing him a favor. And He going to do you a favor. But that's not why we go to church. That's not why we go up in that building. Oh we need him now. I need thee, oh I need thee Eh, every hour Lord I need thee Oh bless bless me now out of my need that I might say Lord I come and I don't just come for stuff and things, the fish and the loaves. I don't come just because you'll heal my body. I don't come because you can open my blinded eyes and open my deaf ears. I come because I need you to fill me with your spirit. I need you to set me free from me and all the tricks of the enemies and every sin that could come my way. I need you to set me free. If things come, I can just say no. I no longer want the devil to be my daddy. I want you to be my heavenly father.
0: Oh, I need
4: thee, oh Lord, I need thee. Ah. Eh, every hour, Lord, I need thee. Mm. Oh, bless in that early morning voice. Me now, right now, Anthony. My Savior, and Lord, I come this morning, I come, I come to thee. Yes, we need him, not the stuff and things, the fish and the loaves and the healing and all of that. But we need him, and when we get him, he'll put us on the right path, and he'll lead and guide us for his name's sake. And we'll see now that he supplies the fish and the loaves, the healing and anything else we need. We don't have to come to him just for stuff and things. I want to come to him because I want him all the time. And because I'm hanging out with him, he's hanging out with me. Whatever I need, he supplies. I belong to him. Anything he made, he takes good care of it. Y'all going to make me run two times. I would just run two times around the room. Hallelujah. I feel all right right there. Or I was a church goer and I I thought the same way. You know, I'm going because, uh, yeah, God looking at me and I need to go and uh, I'm doing him a favor. He happy over this. I went to get what I could get, you know. Eight biological children. I need bread and milk. And, cereal and potatoes and I need all kind of food to feed them. They all didn't eat the same thing. And uh, whatever I ate, they ate. If it was caviar, they ate it too. If it was truffles, they ate it too. Yeah. So it costs more to feed nine people in the way they want to be fed. Yeah. So I went And I I thought I was working in the church because, see, if I work for him, he going to give me something. I didn't know that if I was in him and he was in me, and I love him, and I wasn't with my hand out all the time, but I was willing to be a giver, I didn't know he would bless me like that. But when I found out, I found out years later, after the church going experience, Because when I received him, I wasn't at nobody's church. I was in the bedroom. I, 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 I wasn't at the altar at the church. But he gave me an altar in my bedroom. Hallelujah, Jesus. What a day. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. What a wonderful day that was. I have never experienced nothing like that. He taught me to pray. I didn't. I didn't know how to pray. I thought when you pray, you ask for stuff and things, and you just end it in Jesus' name, and you done seal the deal, and you good to go. Now you can go back to your weed smoking. You can go back to your Crown Royal drinking. Your Budweiser drinking. Your fornication. Yeah, you could go back to these things. I could see. You done told him. <laughs> Have mercy on me, Lord. You done told him what you wanted, and you sealed it in Jesus' name. So you do. Go back to your regular life. Go back to lying, cheating, and stealing. Because you didn't—you never considered him and what he thought about all of that. It was like you could do that, and it was hidden from him. See, you only came in his presence when you told him what you wanted. You you didn't even get him what really you needed because you needed him. You needed to be set free. You needed to repent and ask God to help you get on the straight and narrow. No, that, that's not what it was. I need my electric bill paid, you see. I, I, I need my boyfriend to straighten up. He acting a pure fool. <laughs> I need a car. I need a better place to live. I need a better job. I need some money. These are the things you talk to him about when you come in the light with him. After that, you put him back in the church building, and you go on with your life. See, you go on with your committing adultery, with your slickness again with your lying and your cheating Mm -hmm. you go on with that because in your book you ain't thinking if he saw it and kind of don't care if he did because you done told him what you wanted and you sealed the deal in Jesus name and sometimes you didn't seal it in Jesus name you sealed it in the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost Boy, here, you had it going on now I'm not telling about other people I'm telling about what I did But when I come into the fullness of him and to the realness, when I decided to really make in my choice, I had a well-made-up mind. And I told him if he was real and he showed me where he was real, I wanted to be just as real in him as he was real. Because I'm going to tell you what God accepts, plain and simple. He accepts what comes directly from your heart, not just your lips. Because he hears what we say, but he's looking at what we're doing. When I went to him from a sincere place and I meant every word I said to him, oh, I meant it. Y'all better know it because I needed it. I told him, I heard that you're real. I want to believe that you're real but I don't know. But if you're real, again, I just, I, I want to be as real in you as you are real. Now listen, this is after the church stuff. Now, uh, uh, sung in the choir, uh, uh, sung solos in the church, uh, usher, uh, May 1st Sunday uh, breakfast, it, it, uh, tried to assist the pastor's wife, and cook for the pastor. Ain't no telling what else I had done. All of that. Louis William was the pastor at the time. When he get through preaching, before he finished good, the last words of the benediction, you know, that's when you're getting out of church. May the Lord watch that kind of thing. Before he could finish that good, the boyfriend had them pulled up in front of the church door, waiting on me to come out so we could go do whatever. Didn't even wasn't even thinking about what Lewis had preached that day, and I'm sure I was saying Amen real loud and all waving my hand, all of that went right on and did what I was big enough to do. Church people, because that's who I was. I was a church goer. I was yet in bondage to my daddy, the devil. I was still in bondage to sin. I couldn't just say no. The Christ didn't want me to anyway. Still was gifted now. The gift come without I repented. I still had the gifts, but they wasn't in operation. I didn't allow them to be. Guess what? I didn't think about God and doing this unto him. I wasn't thinking about allowing him to use my mouth so he could speak inspiration and encouragement into your life.
0: A people?
4: What? Ain't got no time for y'all. I'm over here cooking and I know I cook good. See, all this kind of thing. Thinking more of myself than I ought. Oh, y'all had to know me, honey. I, I I was better than anything walking on two legs. I'm just kidding. I was just all of that. Went to prison with that attitude. I'm better than all these criminals in prison. Yeah. And the Lord showed me to me He said well look where you at (laughs) Help me today Lord Jesus Look where you at Are you better than these people And you in the same place For these kind of people Or he would get me He would straighten me up You know better than no one Even after I came to the Lord, uh, you know, I would go places and men would be saying stuff. and Let me get your number, sugar, hey, honey, this and that. And the Lord said, look, they don't see you. They see my anointing on you. They don't see you. So no need in you thinking you pulling me.
0: (laughs) I'm just telling you the truth.
4: And I would have to shake it off. (laughs) And some days I would laugh too. I would say, Lord, you know me. You know me, God. Help me today. Lord, fix my heart and regulate my mind so I can think right. You gave me a sound mind. Yeah, all of these things took place. But once I truly got in him and he got in me and we became one." And he taught me his word, he taught me how to pray He taught me what to give, when to give, and how to give Sometimes he allowed me to give to users Uh Uh-huh And it would slap me in my face And I would go back to him and he would fix it Yeah, he would fix it Hallelujah, thank you Jesus Ah, thank you I thank him today, because without him, I can do nothing. If it had not been for him on my side, where would I be today? All these things come to my mind. And any day they come my way, the day after tomorrow and the day after, because he lives, all fear is gone. See, I don't have to be scared to live in this world. Because I know it's him that holds my future. Life is worth the living just because he lives. I don't want to kill myself. I have no thoughts of suicide in any kind of way ever. Because life is worth the living just because he lives. Not because I'm living, but because he lives. And because he lives, he can fix any situation I'm going through. And I'm reminding of this. An old friend of mine named Cheryl gave me this. She said, Bob, nothing stays the same. With time, everything must change. That brought me through a lot of situations. See, God has placed people in my life to give me things that would sustain me, that would cause me to go a little bit further I, I, until he got me to the place Where he needed me to be because, see, he knew in the month of September, in the year of 1993, he knew I would come to him in the fullness. I didn't know, but he knew. He had the date already set. He already knew that date. That was going to be the day I came to him. I'm talking about in the realness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so grateful I know him today for myself. I'm so grateful he saved me. He sanctified me. Oh, yeah, he set me aside, cleansed me unto himself. And then he, he gave me his spirit It's a gift. Everybody don't have the spirit of God. Some think they do, but you don't. The actions prove what you got. But he gave me as a gift his spirit. And I have not this morning spiritual things because I ask not. If by him for anything spiritual, he move on that quicker than he will for the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Cause I already have a roof over my head. <laughs> He's smart. No one will ever oh Yashta.
3: Ha. Oh, hey, glory, glory.
4: Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He's wise. Nobody's wiser. Oh, we heard about Solomon and all his array and his knowledge and his wisdom, but he couldn't outdo Almighty God, Jehovah, that has all power. He couldn't outdo it because God was wise.
7: Hallelujah.
4: He made the heavens and the earth. I didn't mean to go that far with that this morning, but I thank God for it. It reminded me of some things, what he's done for me. Oh, you don't understand what he has done for me. I went to him for myself, and I wasn't playing any games. My heart was wide open, he could see every intent, and my intentions was to join him. My intentions was to live for him. Hey, glory, My intentions was to serve him, to worship him in, in spirit and in truth. My intention was to go all the way to the end with him because he'll never leave me nor forsake me. He's going to be with me. And as long as I want him, he's going to be there. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And as the songwriter say, he may not always come when we want him, when we think he should be there, when we think we need him, but I promise you he's always on time. Yes, he is an on-time God. His timing is perfect, not mine. Because, see, I thought I needed him yesterday. He didn't come until today. I didn't need him yesterday. I needed him today. But I thought I was needing him yesterday in that way, in the way of whatever situation was going on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm excited right there. Amen. Goes right there. Listen, we're going to one quick song, and uh, when we come back, we're coming back. With Dr. R.L. White And stop talking to the wrong people Now that's what he says Stop talking to the wrong people And that's what we need to do Hallelujah Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Oh I'm grateful unto him this morning Can't say thank you enough Because he's been there for me Hallelujah Hallelujah Thank you Jesus I am grateful unto him this morning And I thank him for all he has done for us What he's doing right now Because God is doing mighty things for us right now Uh, What he's going to do later on Great and mighty things yet for us And so we thank him for every little thing that we can remember Because he's so worthy this morning Hallelujah When I look back over my life, and I think things over, all of my good days, I'm here to tell you, outweigh my bad days, it don't give me a reason to complain, it give me a reason to praise. it's been so much worse, Ooh, so much worse, but look what he did, oh, uh, yeah, so I'm grateful unto him, we're going in with Dr. R.L. White this morning, and again, his message is stopped, Talking to
8: the wrong people. Oh, yeah. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 23. If you got it, say amen. amen. If you're still looking, say please wait a minute. Beginning at verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which of these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. Variants, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of which I tell you before as I have told you in times past. They which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. A yes, subject today, stop talking to the wrong people. Stop talking to the wrong people. We live at a time when you better be sure who you're talking to. Many major mistakes have been made by those who have found themselves talking to the wrong people. Monica Lewinsky thought she was confiding her secrets with a friend in one Linda trip. but she found out that Linda was a trip, He found out that had taped her conversations and turned them over to President Clinton's political enemy, Kent Starr. And the events that followed clearly showed that Monica had been talking to the wrong people. And every day we see evidence of people who have not been wise in choosing to whom they talk. Mothers and fathers try to teach their children right from wrong, and try to make sure that they don't take up with the wrong crowd. But when you've been called from the principal's office four or five times, and it seems to be the same little crew every time, then you know they've been talking to the wrong folks. Many times when we go looking for a new job and we get the job, many of us look for the in crowd. And we feel like if we can get known with a certain crowd, we will have it made. But the in crowd does not always do the right thing. And sometimes they teach new workers bad habits. Tim Jai, you don't have to be back from lunch on time. Let's take an extra ten minutes. It's all right to be late, they ain't about you. And when you get your evaluation and the evaluation says that you're not a very good employee, then you recognize you've been talking to the wrong people. When we start looking for mates come on somebody. I know what somebody told you. If you want to find somebody nice, go to church. And, and that's why some of y'all here today hate yeah. you. And sure enough, You wind up sitting by somebody that looks real nice. And he's real handsome. And all the time I'm up here hollering and preaching. Y'all writing notes to each other. (laughs) Give me your phone number. You both leave church convinced that I've met an angel. Come on, somebody. But what you don't know is, it's some flaky folks that go to church. Now, don't think just because you met them at the church. They're all right because she was there for the same thing you were there for. Neither one of you confessed the Lord. You're both devils that just ended up at the church. And when you get all hooked up there, (laughs) fighting and fussing and cussing, amen. And then you'll recognize that you've been talking to the wrong folk. Those who have marital problems, watch who you confide in. Now there's no need of you going to a single person and asking them, what should I do in my marriage? You're talking to the wrong folks, And it's not always wise to talk to your best buddy. She's going to tell you, I I just wouldn't put up with that. No, no way. No, I'd leave right now. And you get bold enough to leave. and, And guess who takes up with your husband? Preach right, then you you know you have been talking to the wrong folk. Now don't don't go asking somebody how you keep your man when when they can't keep anybody. I'm going to get off of that. Now worse than all of this is when a person joins the church and does not understand that there is a spiritual war that goes on in the church. Now you have to understand that the spiritual war is over your soul. And the church is the battleground. Although the church belongs to Jesus Christ, and even though Jesus declared that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Jesus did not say that the gates of hell wouldn't try. Amen. And I want you to know that ever since there has been a church, Satan has been trying to prevail. And one thing about the devil is he just doesn't play fair. He's dirty. He loves to imitate Christians. So on Sunday morning, he dresses up like a Christian. Carries a Bible like a Christian. Comes in and sit down like a Christian. But in reality, he has only one goal. And that is to separate you from the love of God. Now, Satan's primary target is new Christians and weak Christians because he knows that they cannot take as much as well-grounded Christians. So before they become strong, He attacks their faith. How does he do that? Well, Satan has agents stationed in every congregation. He got some agents in here right now. Want to know how you look? Look at the person sitting next to you. Now if they look all right, then it's you. <laughs> and the key is that Satan's agent looks like everybody else in here. But they are so smooth that the Bible says that Satan can transform himself into an angel of light. And Jesus said that if it were possible, they would fool The very elect. Amen. And when a new person joins the church, Satan's agent is there to welcome them in just like a saint. Amen. And they will appear as a friend. But the more you watch them, the more their behavior betrays them. And when your eyes come open, you then know that what seemed like a saint was just a devil in disguise. And you realize that you've been talking to the wrong people. And I better say this now, I ain't talking about nobody. But I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. You see,
3: for every
8: real Christian, there's a counterfeit Christian. And what happens is, as fast as somebody joins the church, Satan is there to turn them right back out the church. And I'm here to tell you that he does his job well. For the statistics are that only three out of every ten members who join will end up staying. Did you hear that? Only three of the members out of ten who join will stay. Now how do you discover Satan's agent? How do you tell when you're talking to a disciple of Jesus or you're talking to Satan's agent? I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to pull the cover off of them today. they are the ones who make sure that you know as soon as you join all of the gossip around the church. They will appoint themselves as your guardian and try to tell you who to stay away from. And I want to say to you today, don't ever let anybody else decide how you feel about somebody else. Because people sometimes have agendas against people. And they want to turn everybody they can against them. And when a new person comes in, they want to get to you before. Come on, somebody. You grow in the Lord. Next thing they will do, they will tell the known weaknesses of everybody in leadership. Choir gets up to sing, and as good as his male chorus was singing a while ago, Somebody looked up there and pointed at one. and said, Now remind me to tell, tell you about him when we get outside. And when Brother Deke gets up to pray, Come on somebody. And the new Christian is trying to feel the, whole, the Holy Spirit that old Christian sitting there, that that, that agent of Satan, then child, don't you believe him? If you know what I knew on him, you sure wouldn't want to hear him pray. And then when Reb gets up, come on somebody. And God knows he's giving it his best, but that, that... Satan agent is sitting there, said, "But I, I, I just, I just can't take his preaching. Why? Because one time he did something that I never got over. And I, I'll tell you when we get out. If you want to know Satan's agents." They are constantly griping about everything that goes on. I don't care when the church announces a new program, they're going to be negative about it. Come on, somebody. You want to know his agents? They complain about the quality of the message. Walking around saying, I'm not being said. Well, I wonder what kind of diet you want. If I tell you God says love one another, you say you ain't being fed. Come on somebody. Satan agents are the ones who constantly raise issues that are really not that important but explosive enough to disturb the whole congregation. They raise issues over what color uniform we're going to wear. And if in the choir the uniform does not fit my complexion, or if it does not show my body up well enough. I'm not going to wear it. I'd rather get out before I do. We have problems with who the president is. Oh, I wish I had a witness in there. And we argue about things that in the sight of God doesn't mean very much amen but I have known churches to split up over little trifling issues Satan is a bad fella agents of Satan always talking about leaving the church But before they go, they want to poison everybody else's mind and try to convince them to leave too. Amen. I want to warn you today, woe be unto those who would scatter God's flocks. Thank you. It's strange that people are always talking about leaving, but they always come back the next Sunday. Amen. Now, if you're going to leave, now I ain't talking about nobody, but go on and leave the rest of the folk alone. Because when a new child of God joins the church and hears all of this garbage, too many times they will become disillusioned and they say, I came out of the world to get away from all of this junk. But when I come to the church... And find out the same thing is going on in the church. I don't want any part of the church. Now I want to tell you this, don't let Satan drive you away from your church. You see your introduction to the church You've been introduced by the wrong people. You've been talking to the wrong folks. Now what you might need to do is move away from that negative person. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from some people to get closer to the Lord. Because some people in the church are just bad news. Oh, I wish I had a witness in it. I'm talking about the ones that all the wild church is going on. They grumbling and writing notes, talking out, chewing, chewing gum, sleeping and snoring. And then next Sunday when you move away and sit somewhere else, they find you after church wanting to know, why you didn't sit by me today? You must think you're getting too holy for me. Well, sometimes you need to be honest. And just say, I'm not used to passing notes. I'm not used to running in and out of church five times a day. And quite frankly, sitting by you just helped kill my spirit. And I'm moving where I can praise and worship God in spirit and in truth. Tell somebody next to you it's tight but it's right. Now, counterfeit Christians, that's what Satan agents are. They are counterfeit. They look like the real thing. They glory in the fleshly fruit of the Spirit. Now, don't get me wrong. All of us have weaknesses. Now there is no way that I could read the fruit of the flesh and not hit somebody in here. The fact is, I think I hit everybody here. But there is a difference between being weak and being wicked. My father once said to me, Boy, I'm weak. But some folk are wicked. I said, what is the difference? He said, now, a weak person has weaknesses. Understand that they have weaknesses. And when they fail, They go to God in prayer and ask forgiveness. He said, but a wicked person can treat you wrong and laugh at it. A wicked person can do anything that they want to do and it doesn't bother them at all. So when Paul talks in our text today and he mentions these fleshly fruit. He's talking about those who practice these things as a general practice and have no regrets. So he says, the fruit of the Spirit But let me deal with the the works of the flesh. Uh, Adultery. And before you single folks start laughing at adultery folks, he hurries up and says, fornication. Uncleanness. Lasciviousness, bad minds, idolatry, witchcraft—no child of God, as in a business messing with witchcraft. Because if you trust in God, if you love the Lord, you don't need a voodoo doctor. So if you got a little doll in your pocketbook, go home and take it out and get rid of it. You can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. Satan agents are one that love to hate folk. They love to start strife. And they love heresies, which means something contrary to the doctrine of Jesus Christ. They will envy you when folk envy what you do. They'll talk about you like you're a dog. It's not that they don't like it, but they're jealous. Come on, somebody. Because they are not where you are. Murders. And some of us say, I have never murdered anybody, but you have killed so many people with your tongue. Because if words were daggers. Come on, somebody many of you would be charged with murder right now. Drunkenness. Amen. I mean, whether it was wine, strong drink, or smoking dope. Sniffing, snorting. Come on, somebody. Now, Paul says... Those who do these things as a practice Mm -hmm. shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, I want to say to you today, if you recognize Some of the things that I've already mentioned, it's not too late. You ought to tell Satan today, I'm resigning. Because I don't want to be one who is driving folks back out the church as fast as they come in. And to you new members, I want you to know that Satan is trying his best to put out your fire. That's why I want to tell you to watch who you're talking to. And if they got nothing nice to say about your church... Nothing nice to say about the program of the church. Nothing good to say about the pastor. Oh, I wish I had a witness here. Then you know you're talking to the wrong four. Can I get a witness here? Well, if you want to know, how can you recognize a true saint? Now, when I say saint, it does not mean that you are perfect. Because if you think you are, you are a perfect lie. That's what the Bible says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Can I get a witness here? But I want to tell you, look for some of this fruit. A real saint knows how to love children of God. And if you see them walking around with hatred, your alarm signal ought to go off. A real saint is not one that's always down, depressed, disgusted, in a mess, head down, walking down, looking down, just low down. No, a child of God has joy. Now, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness depends on whether you got a cause money or somebody you're in love with. You know those things. You know what i But what joy is, being broke without a dime, got bills due. Enemies all around you, but you've got a real peace in your heart because you know God got your back. A real saint loves peace, and the Bible says. If there's somebody among you always stirring up confusion, they are of the devil. And then it says, another fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. If you're going to be Good for God's kingdom. You can't get mad when folk look at you. You can't walk around with your feelings on your shoulder. Y'all might as well say amen. Some of us have been some bad witnesses on our jobs. I mean, you, you go to work, you act mean, look mean. Don't smile at folk. Always talking down. And then Friday, tell them, come to my church Sunday. They say, no way, Jose. (laughs) Because if I can't see the attributes of Jesus in you, then don't ask me to go where you go. Because a child of God is gentle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. Not mean. Oh, yeah. And the mic said this, we better learn how to talk to folks. Right. Yeah. Some of us, because we've been in the choir a long time, we going to tell somebody, that ain't right.
2: <laughs>
8: well, who made you the director? I've had members get out of the choir because somebody else in the choir spoke to them in a way they shouldn't have done it. I know y'all going to get quiet now. You don't need to be an usher on the board, come on somebody, and you're not gentle. Mm-hmm. Folks come in that door, you don't know what they've been through. Some of them got eviction notices. Some of them have been cut off from their jobs. Some of them homes are being broken up. And when they walk in the door, they look for a smiling face. And there you stand there looking like a, well, uh. <laughs> That's why ushers, if you had a bad night and can't smile, maybe you shouldn't usher the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Meekness. Well, let me back up and say faith. Did you know a lot of us talk faith? But don't walk faith. It's easy for you to stand up and say, I I got faith. I know the Lord to do that. I know the Lord. And and soon as trouble comes, and you're running to folks that's supposed to be weaker in the faith and asking them to pray for you. Stop in the liquor store where y'all pray for me. Folks on the job. Y'all pray for me. Now you're supposed to be the one with the faith. You're supposed to be the one that says, I don't know how God is going to bring it out, but some way, somehow, God's going to work it out. Amen. I remember on December 31st, Last year I drove my old car over to Augusta and the window came off track. It was at night and I pulled into the motel there at the park. When I went to roll the window down it got off track. And that presented me with a problem. I had some things in my car that I didn't want folk to steal. I didn't want to come back to Atlanta in that cold air with a a window down. I had a choice whether I was going to stay in that car all night and watch it. or if I was going to let my faith kick in. <laughs> so after I tried to fix it and I couldn't fix it, I said, well Lord, I heard that you were up all night. Ain't no need of both of us stand up. <laughs> I'm going upstairs and get me some sleep and I'm leaving this car in your hands. And early the next morning, the Lord woke me up, showed me where to take the car. I took it. It was fixed in 40 minutes. You see, when Christ is come, children of God are not the first one to blow up. But you're the one to exercise your faith. Can I get a witness here? I was on that plane last week, and that engine went out in midair. And the pilot came on and said, we've got to divert to New Orleans, Louisiana. And people started getting afraid. And I can honestly tell you, I never got afraid one time. You know why? Because before I got on that thing, I said, Lord, my trust is not in the pilot. It's not in the plane. But my trust is in God. And I said, Lord, I'm just trusting you to land this thing all right. And that man hit the ground. I said, thank you, Lord. Now if you want to know who a true saint is, the one that God has said that I will give you peace that passes the understanding of man. That they can't understand how you're going through what you're going through and be as calm as you are. So then Paul says if we live in the Spirit let us walk in the Spirit. Now I have held before you today two kinds of church members. Those who are agents of Satan but those who are desiring to be saints of God. Mm -hmm. And oh, I want to ask you today, which one do you want to be? Ask yourself the question, how many people have I driven out of the church with my tongue? Oh, I wish I had a witness here. I know y'all getting quiet and sleepy now and pretending you sleep at least. But I want to tell you today, if you want to feel the joy of the Lord in your life, come over on the Lord's side. And oh, as I get ready to end this
2: message,
8: I'm beginning to think about Joshua. who had taken over when Moses had died. He had seen the Israelites serve God one day and serve the devil for the next day. When Joshua became old, and was about to die. He called. The congregation of Israel together. and He reminded them. Of what the Lord had done for them. He reminded them. How God. Had brought them out of a land of bondage. Is that right? But then he said, in spite of all that God has done for you, you keep being wishy-washy. You're on God's side today, but you're on the devil's side the next day. So he said... This is my farewell address to you. But he said, before I leave you, I want to put this before you. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. But he says, but as for me, and my house we will serve the lord i don't know about you but the lord has been too good to me to come to church and waste time talking about somebody else i got more to talk about than to talk about you when i start talking about how good god's been to me i just can't tell it all because when i went to bed last night it was the lord that blessed me ten times before i woke up this morning it was the Lord who plays angels by my bedside, told those angels to watch over me all night long. The Lord, Lord have mercy, who gave me my right mind. The Lord who gave me strength to get up and dress myself. The Lord who put a roof over my head The Lord gave me food to eat The Lord put clothes on my back The Lord put money in my pocket The Lord gave me a car to ride in I've got so much to thank God for that I don't have time to gossip about who going with who. So when I come to church, don't write me no notes. Don't keep hunching me. All I want to know is that word from the Lord. Because I got to be a witness when the preacher says, the Lord. Been good to me. I wanna raise my hand. The Lord brought me from a mighty long way. Is there anybody here who feel like I feel? I've come to praise the Lord. I've come to clap my hands. I've come to say amen. And when I come, Lord have mercy, I want to get in a good spot where I can hear the word. And when the preacher is preaching the word, I'm not going to sit there and be quiet. I'm going to encourage him. I'm going to say amen. When he tells it like it is, I'm going to encourage him.
3: Because the word said, let me repeat. Of
1: the Lord, say so. Has he been good to you? You ought to say something now. Has he made a way? Say yes. Yes. ah, oh, yes.
8: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as long as I got my voice, I'm going to encourage him to go on, but if I get where Lord, I miss, I lose my voice, and I can't say anything anymore, if I couldn't
3: say a word, I'd wave my hand, if I couldn't say a word, I'd wave.
8: You see when I was in the world yellow yeah, if I went to a party I tell folks I came to have a good time well I'm gonna give God equal time when I go to church I ain't interested in sitting by somebody dead I don't want you to get mad when I say amen because I came I
3: came to have a good time. I'm going to pray the Lord while I got a chance because I may not, may not, may not.
8: I was reminded this week of a story that I used to tell about when they were in church one night, and they were having a good time. And there was a young man who sat in the back of the church while they were shouting. He just took out a matchbox and started striking matches. The preacher saw him and he said i'm gonna to have to get him out of here before he sets this church on fire but every time one match would burn out he strike another match pastor left the pool pit and he went back toward the young man and before he got to the young man the young man's mother stood up she said reverend where you going He said, there's a young man back there, striking matches, and I got to put him out of here before he sets this church on fire. She said, that's all right, Reverend. Leave him alone. You see, that's my boy. My boy is dumb, and he cannot speak. But every
1: time he strikes a match He's just trying to tell you The fire keeps on burning The fire keeps on burning
3: The fire keeps on burning burning. Deep down in my heart, do you
1: feel all right?
3: Can you feel
1: Him right now? You ought to tell somebody. I feel the Holy Spirit right now. You ought to praise Him,
3: praise Him, praise Him. Yeah!
8: If you got to talk to somebody, talk to somebody who's been through something, talk to somebody who's been sick, and the Lord healed their body, they won't talk about other folks, they'll tell you the Lord is good. If you just got to talk to somebody, talk to somebody who's been in trouble, and the Lord brought them out. Talk to the right folk. All
2: right.
8: All right. Subscribe to Brother Rollins' videos for Christ on YouTube. We
4: post brand new content every week with powerful preaching for ministers and pastors.
7: the love worldwide www.jesusinthemorningradio.com
4: thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah that dr white had me laughing too loud oh yeah i thank god for his word this morning i thank god for the truth and that passed me down on just savior that just do me all the good that's uh pastor al green and Al uh, jazz that thing up and everything, and I do love it. And he's got a few more I love. And so I wanted to read this this morning because going to church, to the church building, we need to know some things, uh, even as believers and the people of God and all of this.
0: Yes, yes, I, 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 I got
4: you. I got you, See, uh, uh, We need to know. This is what David said, and I know... Uh, David had some problems, but he got that thing right with God. And once he learned God and he knew, even from a boy, who God was, and David trusted him. And he teach us, even his son, Solomon, teach us to trust God. But this is what David said. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that has come back together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. But there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper, they love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palace. For my brethren and companion's sake, I will now say peace be within thee, because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. We going seeking what's good. We're not just going to church. Yeah. We we're not just going to church. I got to get my uh my name brand dress out and shoes and purse and Uh, I call them the big hat clubs You know, I got to put the big hat on And, you know, show all my What I can wear What? No, I I don't have time for all of that If I wasn't at no altar in the church when God saved me I ain't going to be at no altar uh, With foolishness Mm I'm going to be clean I'm going to be neat And I'm going on to church Half clean, I'm going on to church I I don't have time for all that I dress up for banquets, weddings, funerals. Yeah, I even make up. I dress up for a funeral. Yeah, to pay my last respects, and I'm going to support the family. So I dress up because we used to all this kind of thing. And if we see people not dressed up at certain things, even church, we look down at them. And I want to sit by them. Yeah, them the ones I want to sit by. Yeah. Oh, they just real. They come to be real. They come looking for what's real, and it's all right that they, in Jesus' name. I remember that scripture right there. Uh, my mom was a member of a Thursday prayer band. Every Thursday they had a prayer band. They sang, they preach, they teach, and this was the opening scripture every week for them. I was glad when they said unto me, "Let us go into the house of the Lord." See, because you're going to get something good out of that. David knew what was going on. He knew that in the house of the Lord, that was healing, teaching, preaching. He could go to the altar and tell God about what was going on with him. In the house of the Lord, the house of prayer. Hallelujah. Talked about Israel and Jerusalem. We'll prosper if we love them. Y'all keep them in prayer. Israel and Jerusalem. Keep them in prayer. Make that a part of your prayer life. And watch God bless you. Yeah, Brother Louis, I saw that earlier, uh, the risk of severe thunderstorms thunder storms this afternoon, possibly uh, tornadoes. Yeah, I saw that because we got 100% chance of rain. And it has rained already this morning. Well, I wanted more rain, so God gave it to me. <laughs> And uh, even if the severe storm or tornado come through, I'm going to be all right. I got food. I got water. I got uh, flashlights and candles. So I should be fine. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't feel like the Lord going to let it get that bad. I hope and pray not. Yeah. He knows what's best for us, even in Florida. Yeah. The whole Florida. Hallelujah. So listen, the studio is open this morning. If there's anyone who has something they would like to say, please feel free uh, to press that number one and come in. Yeah, we do need more rain. I I wanted more, so he sent more my way today and yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to this one. This is a request, so I'm going to this request. And uh, feel free to Press that number one again this morning if you have something you would like to say.
9: You got to go there where they at. Uh Being in the streets and watching young people with their swag and and the different things, you begin to learn how you got to adapt in order to win them. You got to learn how you got to go where they at in order to be able to reach them. So we're gonna give you this one. This one is called I Put God On. Okay. Anything that you may be going through, any situation Ah. that you may be facing,
0: anything that you may
4: be struggling with,
2: step outside of yourself and put God on you. Amen. Amen. Look at Ricky, look at Ricky. Uh
4: I want to say happy birthday this morning to my buddy, Pastor David Jackson, this morning. God bless you. And I I pray your special day is blessed with more than you could ever anticipate coming your way. I pray that God give you wisdom, more wisdom, knowledge, and more of a greater even understanding. Yeah, and we're going to put God on it all and uh, let him bless you and your family this morning. I thank God for you, Pastor David, and I thank God I got a chance to meet you and uh, meet your family members, your wonderful mother-in-law. And uh, <laughs> she was the first one to come this morning, Pastor David, bright and early. Today is our David birthday. Yeah, because she wanted me to make sure I sent you a special greeting. this day. Yeah, because she loves you. She loves you. I know you love her, but she loves you, boy, as her son-in-law. You her son. And nobody can say nothing wrong about you, and nobody better not try to do nothing wrong to you. Yeah, because that Dr. Goodman is not having it. No, sir, no way, no how. And uh, your wife made sure I know, too. It's Buddy's birthday. (laughs) Yeah, say something on his behalf. Wish him a happy birthday, yeah, and so I thank God for them two, they for you, Pastor David, them two that they are for you, yes, 100%, and so we thank God this morning uh, for the Jackson family and for Sister Dorothy Goodman this morning, and uh, good morning to you, and God bless y'all, God bless you, and again, happy birthday to you, Pastor David, yeah, God bless you, <laughs> okay? Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. I got your message. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you, ma'am. How are you?
0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to say thank God for a brand new day. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Barbara.
5: Seems like I'm just
0: doing... I may feel one way, but I am doing well. I was glad when they said, come into the house of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Put God on it. You go, girl. Because all these things we are facing, there's nothing you can do what God is allowing. He'll give us wisdom like this morning. The lady came and I said, mm, no, I don't think I'm going to send Calvin to school today.
2: Wow. I hadn't
0: heard that it was flooding. I hadn't heard it was raining because, you know, I don't cut on TV. But when she came, I said, no. I mean, it was, it was pouring down hard. I said, no, it's not that serious. <laughs> no, because I don't want to put it in a position where, if God is telling me, hmm, I don't think today is a good day for Calvin. I said, okay. And then I pull up my my weather, and I'm like, ooh, thunderstorms, ooh, flooding, woo. God said, I'm allowing this. All you had to do was obey my instructions. Put God on it. Mm-hmm. I was glad when they said Come into the house of the Lord. Watch who's in your ear. Don't let everybody tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Because if they do everything, why are they running into so much disaster? The main people that's talking to you are the main people that's running into problems. So you go sit next to them and talk next to them, and then when you get all wrapped up and entangled with it, then you say, oh, why did I do that? Because you didn't go to the house of the Lord to hear the word. You, know, you said, hey, they say you want a good man, go to church. Well, mm-hmm. they told me um, they know the word as good as anybody else. You was one of the Worship praise, and worship, angels. So why would I go to the place where I know I would run into some problems? I'll go to the place if I want to put God on something, but I'm not going to go to the place to meet a significant other because now I'm running into a place that I'm setting my own self up.
4: You can't say, I went to church and God gave me this man. God didn't have nothing to do with that.
0: You went in there looking for what you received. My mother used to say this here. Be careful what you're going in my refrigerator looking for, Jerry. Just because it looks like cake, it might not be cake. That reminded me yesterday when I saw your squash casserole, I thought that was macaroni cheese. Just because it looked like that, that don't mean that's what that was.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought I had got me a nice piece of cake. She had it slice like cake. <laughs> I snuck in there and got me a big piece of that cornbread. <laughs> but that was the cornbread for the dressing. I said, okay. And she would warn me again, be careful what you think is cake. Might not be cake. I said myself, I know a lot of things and I don't know a lot of things, but I know cake. And I would go get me a big hunk of that cheese out the box, wrap it up in the paper towel, and run off to my room. The first thing I did was bite into the cake. Hey, what is this? Then I had to sit down and she stands in the door. Was that some good cake, baby? Um, no, ma'am. Why don't we go and put that in the garbage? Yeah, you give me about fifteen more minutes. I get a nice slice of hot cake, okay? The God on it. Go, don't go looking for nothing because I heard God say yesterday. I'm everywhere you're looking, and I'm everything you're looking for. That's why I had to call you, Barbara, because I really missed my mama for some reason yesterday. I don't know why. I said, Barbara, I just need to talk to my mama. What God is saying, you just really need to some talk to someone that really knows me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Sometimes what you thanking you need, it's not what you need. You mm-hmm. need an understanding God that say, I give you mercy every day. I'm mm-hmm. that same God that delivered you out of that car accident when you said, Jesus saved me. I'm that same God that delivered you off of the boot. I'm that same God that lets you walk into jail and walk out without no bond. I'm the same God today as I was yesterday But yesterday you didn't have no faith Now you think you have faith But you need to put more things on me So I can take more things off of you Mm -hmm. Thank you God My son went to school yesterday Had one of the best days of his life But he knows what to do And I'm learning for him he knows how to say, God, I thank you. I looked like it wasn't going to happen, but I went on that trip today. Maybe one time for the to go on trips.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We want things, well, you know, I, I can't speak for everybody else, I want things like microwaves. But sometimes the conventional way is a little better. Have you ever microwave pizza? and cooked it in the oven, seemed like the oven tasted a little better because it took a little more time. So I was glad when they said, come into the house of the Lord. Now, I don't know why God said, uh, don't let Gavin go to school. Maybe he wasn't trying to send us out into the weather, the elements of the weather. Whatever God says, I'm going to accept. With well, God alive I'm better off anyhow mm-hmm. Stop looking back to your past If you dead If somebody's dead Why are you going back Reminiscing over the dead mm. Are you Jesus You gonna get up and raise Lazarus I'm not saying it ain't possible But I'm just about to say that If God wanted them alive They would have still been alive And not dead at this point Except what God allows. Amen. You can't you live your past, but you can sure go forward to the future. Yes, ma'am.
4: I have one more person.
0: Okay. So,
4: all right. Next, everybody
0: a have a good day. Bye, brother Louis.
4: Yeah. All right, brother Anthony, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you, sir. How are you?
7: hello, baby. Good morning, Miss Bob first of all I wanna give God a thanks for waking me up this morning. Thank him for life that I spent, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day I've never seen before. I uh, thank him for the activity of my limbs. I uh, thank him for what he's doing in me. where he brought me from where he's taking me at. And I thank him for his grace and his mercy. And it's just a blessing to be here this morning again to hear y'all. God put breath on my lungs to be able to breathe this air. So I thank God for that. And I uh, just want to say good morning to you, Sister Jerry, Brother Louie. Brother uh, going to uh, uh, Sister Chante, uh Sister Rita. And I want to say good morning to um, Sister Dion. And I want to say good morning to Mrs. Um, uh, Irene. A- okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I just try to think of names. Uh, uh, I ain't had a minute. I will try not to forget what I was gonna say. But uh, if I forgot y'all, uh, Mother uh, Anna Lee Foot, uh, uh Anna, Angela, Angela uh, Foot. Good morning to y'all this morning. Uh, Sister Rose Brown. Good morning to you this morning, and uh,
4: Minister Shonda.
7: Mr. Shana, uh, Pastor uh, Boatwright, uh 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 sister uh, Luca, good morning to you this morning, and but uh Hamilton, uh, Mike hawks Kim, uh Kim Hawks good morning to you, Mr and Mrs. Mike and Kim hawks good morning to y'all this morning. And uh, <laughs> Brother, uh sister Mary Ann and uh <laughs> I try to say, brother uh, Jermaine and uh, brother D. Good morning to you, brother. Um, yeah. uh, did I say brother Hamilton?
4: Yeah, okay. you said brother Hamilton.
7: Okay, gotcha. Uh, uh, brother Kyle and uh, good morning to you. I forget about you, uh, uh, sister burn and I just I thank God for bringing back my memory and thank God for you refreshing my memory too, Miss Barbara. And I thank God for. Oh, uh, the Lord, you just, uh, Sister Jerry, on that, what you were just speaking about, you know, sometimes we going looking for stuff. we supposed to be going to church, but, you know, we get up in our flesh, and, you know, it just, it just shine a light on me, and God spoke to me, too. And that, you know, you uh, the whole purpose of going to church is, you know, we're going to seek God, not man. We're going to seek God, so, you know, I thank God for him just confirming that to you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry. With that, and you know i I could say you know we get to church, and you know be it be a man or woman, you know we we human, we all are human, you know, so you know a lot of times we might you know have intentions of going for one thing and then something else come up you know in our mind or whatever we going through, you know, you know, and a lot of us we you know might be single too, so you know, and that's on the man and the woman side too as well, so you know yeah. I can say this, you know, with with the women, you know, sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta dress appropriate, you know what I'm saying? It's all right to look nice and everything, but you gotta remember you got, you know, you go on in the place of God, and you know you want to dress appropriate, you know, because you know men is they they focus might be on God, but you know you go there and you looking all good, you got your pocketbook on, and, and you know you you walking, strutting. <laughs> I can say, uh, help me. And, uh, you know, the, the man I was watching, you know, because you can't help but see, you know what I'm saying, especially a man and me being a man, you know, if I see somebody, you know, that I, I feel that look, you know, presentable to me, I'm going to look because I'm a man, you know, I ain't looking at no, I ain't looking at a man. I'm looking at a woman because I'm a man, you know, so, you know, I, I just want to say that, you know, in general and then vice versa with the man, you know, don't. But the men don't be trying to entice the women. And, You know, I can put that out there too. You know, so you know, just you know what Miss Jerry was saying. You know, that just kind of spoke to me and kind of was concerning what kind of along the lines what I'm going through, what I'm dealing with. But I say that to say as well. You know, a, a lot of times that that distraction that could be the enemy. You know, 'cause now, you know, things might not work how you felt it was gonna work. And you know what I'm saying. Not knowing what's going on, that person might have attentions or have a mindset on someone else, but you put yourself out there vulnerable and allow the the enemy to use you in a way now you got yourself in there and you're thinking about everything what's going on now you're distracted from what you supposed to be going to do, which is serve God and seek God and now you you know spill it some type of way in your feelings, and you can't praise God like you needed to. And I was listening to what the man of God was saying, you know, through the sermon, you know, with the usher, because that's what I do, you know, at the ministry. You know, I asked my apostle, I was like, you know, I'm I usher back home. So, you know, I would like, you know, service. I would like to be able to serve God. So, you know, in my sermon, I felt the best thing I could do, you know, because I know how to do that is usher. So, you know, that's what I try to do. And like he said, you know, people coming there, we don't know what they going through, what their day being like, what their morning being like, you know, but if they come there and they see that smile on your face, you know, that make them feel good. You greeting them good morning, you know what I'm saying, you just just you saying good morning and having that smile on your face can brighten up that day, you know what I'm saying, that make them feel welcome, you know, so I thank God for that. So everything that I heard this morning was just confirmation with me and it just goes along because I was in my mind, I was thinking, you know, about everything and, you know what i was saying about you know just be speaking god and intentions or whatever and like sister jerry said about the cake that <laughs> ticket you, know. uh, you know i get i get what you were saying about the cake you know yeah a lot of times the cake look good but you know we don't know what's inside that cake that, that cake is good but it's fattening too you know what i'm saying they got you, you eat too much here you're gonna get cavities you know i, I can say that so uh, I just it just blessed me to hear that, and you know, this this guys speaking letting me know, you know, that I'm, you know, my mind is on on the right course, and you know, I ask God to just help me, you know, in that situation, and just let me focus on God, you know, in this in this season, you know, I, you know, being a man and being my age, you know, I desire, you know, to have a relationship, you know, but at the same time, I need that relationship with God more than I need with that other half you know because at the end of the day i got to be able to love him for and let him be able to store me how to love myself so i could be able to love someone else you know the right way whoever it be that god give me as you know that that helpmate so you know, i thank god for that and i just encourage everybody you know that whoever that is might be dealing with it and it might just be a word for me so i just thank god and i re, you know i receive it, and i thank the Lord for using Miss Barbara. First of all, for the sermon that you picked, for that man speaking on on that, as well as Sister Jerry with how she came and put that together. So I just thank God for that. Amen. So and y'all have a blessed day. God bless you. Y'all pray. Have a mercy for me because I'm rolling this morning, and uh, right. as for safe travelers, not only for me but for y'all as well. And y'all just continue to pray for me, and I'll be praying for y'all. Amen. God bless. You. Amen. Amen.
4: God bless you. God bless you. You rolled it this morning, all
7: right? Yeah,
4: I like that right there. I remember when he was going to truck driving school, and uh, before that we didn't know, but Frank and I, we praying, and we talking, and we want the best for him, and we want him to be happy, and we want him to find what he loves and, you know, stick with it. Next thing we know, he was in truck driving school, and I said, what? He in a truck already? And I would see him on the road. And I I joined in there. Where we going today? <laughs> yes, sir. And I ride with him a while. And so a few other people would come on and they would ride with him. And uh, God blessed him real good. And so we thank God for that. Thank God, brother Anthony, you're still here with me. I give God glory and honor and praise for that. Yeah, that was a true blessing, and so I'm thankful this morning unto Almighty God. Is there anyone else? We still have a little time. Sister Rita, I got a song for you. I'm happy to see you today. I've been wanting to see you all week. I said, oh, I hope she hear this one, but I didn't see that number, but uh okay, hold on one second. Uh Pastor David. Good morning, Pastor David. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to
10: you. <laughs> How are you this morning? Good. I'm blessed. Thank you. And I, and I was I'm busy trying to clean up the yard since I've been gone for so long. I'm back here and I was listening. And then I'm like, I got to take a break and just thank everyone um, for their prayers. And my God, God has been good. You know, He has blessed me with 61 years. And it's you know there there has been some tough years, but I'm blessed. You know, no health issues, no concerns per se that I that I have to. I just have to give him praise and say thank you. But I and I wanted to especially thank you for your continuous prayer and words of encouragement that you give us each and every day Cause it's a difference maker. It's a difference maker to me. Let me say that. It makes a difference to me. And in, in my walk with Christ. Um, you know, I I I am truly blessed. And you mentioned Mama Doc. You know, uh yes. I love her just as much as she loves me and you know, she make no bone about that to let me know. And every day that I'm away from home we call each other and before we get off the phone, we always say I love you to each other. So, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. Not too many people can say they have that kind of rela- relationship with a mother-in-law. But she's more of a mother to me than a mother-in-law. So I can go sit and talk to her. I can, you know, just unload on her, and she will listen. And then she'll give me her honest feedback. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. That's another blessing that I see that's in my life. So, and, and then I have a wife that's, you know, supportive. That she tells me, she's not right and done. So, you know, you, you don't get too many of those. or hear about that too much, but she she's in it for the long haul, and so am I. And, and I'm giving God thanks for her, too. And, And to everyone else that listens in, that you know the Pride Club and everyone else, you know that's always speaking. I just want to say thank you all for your encouragement and and for the laughter, you know that that you all bring each and every day. So that's all I got to say. Thank you.
4: Amen. God bless you. God bless you. It is wonderful to have a mother-in-law like that. Yeah. I tell you, my oldest uh, daughter's husband, Pastor David, people thought he was my son and she was my daughter-in-law. <laughs> but it was the <laughs> opposite. Yeah. He was my son-in-law and she was my daughter. Yeah. So I thank God because uh, when you see the good in people, you want to recognize that and you want to treat them according, you know. Let them know you know uh that, you know, they're good people and they love. I love you. I love you, you know. And uh, I know my son-in-law saw it, you know. I know he saw that I loved him and cared for him. And, uh was nothing, you know, that I wouldn't do for him because I consider him a son, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm thankful, yeah. Well, is there anyone else? We have just a few minutes, but if there's anyone else, please feel free Press that number one and come in, and I want to say good morning to everybody. Good morning. God bless you. Sister Rita, hang on. We're going to close out with this one song. You're going to be a little bit sharp, I hope. <laughs> and I hope Kyle still like this song. Yes, yes. All right, we're going to pray out and um go to our last song of the morning, and after the song, I won't be coming back today. I got a 3 o'clock dental appointment. Y'all pray for me. They're going to try and, and um, remove this bone again. So we're going to see what happened. I can't... Ooh. Y'all just keep it lifted up. That's all I can say. God is safe. Well, God is safe. Well, I'm not scared. I, I just know what they got to do. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for every testimony. Thank you for everyone that called in. Thank you that we got the opportunity to wish Pastor David... A happy birthday. Lord, after trying to remember the names, that he doing pretty good. And we even thank you for that. We thank you for all things today. And as we depart this morning, Father, bless us not to be church people, but bless us to be your people, a people that obey your word. Help us not to just talk to anybody about anything. But, Lord, the right people about everything. And, Lord, we want to be led by you and who we share with, because we don't want to just be out here sharing. But, Lord, we want to share with the right ones. We ask that you would do it for us today in the name of Jesus. As we depart this morning, God, you know what we stand in the need of. Supply the need. You know what we want, because you know the intent of our hearts. And, Father, do it according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus Bless our going out today, bless our coming in, in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for your word, hallelujah. No greater word than your messages. We thank you today, give you glory, give you the honor and praise. And Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name, amen and hallelujah. We're going to this last song of the morning. And uh, again, after this one, I won't be coming back today. God bless you. Have a great day. Have a great day. All right, I got to get to it here. Okay, oh, all right, I was about to say. Where is I, the song? Need you Lord, I need your I need your Lordship. I need right
0: now. I
3: need you right With an issue of blood, six for twelve long years had. Knew if he touched the hem of his garment. any good night.